This latest instalment of my monthly series on the games I've played has four entries. It kicks off with Strange Brigade and Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, two very different games which are united by their unmistakable Britishness, sense of humour and love of alliteration. Next up I have a few words about the fairly obscure action RPG of Orcs and Men, made across the channel in France. If you've enjoyed the fantasy stealth games in the Styx series, then you may enjoy the game that was first introduced, that gregarious goblin. Finally for July, I revisited an indie masterpiece which has just been given a free and impressive overhaul. Tactics classic Into the Breach has been picked up by Netflix, who are making it available to their subscribers. To celebrate, Subset Games have upgraded all versions of the game to the even more excellent Advanced Edition. This gratis update adds a ton of new features and makes one of the best indie games ever somehow even more perfect. This month's roundup kicks off with Strange Brigade from 2018, developed and published by Rebellion. Sniper Elite 5 has made waves since it came out in May, and I gave it a glowing review in my coverage for Entertainium. It's inspired me to play more games developed by Local Heroes Rebellion, which has brought me to the co-op-oriented third-person shooter Strange Brigade. To put it crudely, the game is a retooling of the Nazi zombie army games, which themselves are a retooling of Sniper Elite. Strange Brigade is more than a mere co-op hand-me-down, though. Built on Rebellion's own in-house Asura engine, it's a good-looking and humorous romp, generously stacked with stages, characters, gear and loot. Set in the 1930s, the game focuses on the titular Strange Brigade, a group of oddball adventurers in the employ of the British Empire. They do have some positive qualities too. They're sent to Egypt, where some damned fool amateur archaeologist has unleashed Seteki, an ancient evil bent on world domination. The solution to this, obviously, is mowing down undead wraiths by the dozen, while solving the occasional puzzle, which also mostly involves shooting things. There's little real depth to Strange Brigade, but it's always entertaining to drop into for a mission or two. As is usual with Rebellion's games, the best way to get this is in a deep sale, so you can snap up at its DLC at a reasonable price. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair from 2019, developed by Platonic, published by Team17. Platonic was set up by veterans of British developer Rare, famous for their classic 90s platformers and odd atmosphere of corporate secrecy. Both of the original ukulele games are spiritual successors to Rare's beloved work. The 2017 original riffed on Banjo-Kazooie from 1998, while the slick sequel uses Donkey Kong Country from 1994 as its template. The soundtrack is often wonderful, and while that's mostly thanks to newcomers Matt Griffin and Daniel Murdoch, Rare veterans David Wise and Grant Kirkhope also contributed a few tracks. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair is an all-round lovely tribute to the bright, humorous atmosphere of the glory days of 90s platformers. While there's no voice acting, the script and characters are charming. Chameleon Yuka and Bat Laylee make for a fun duo. The level design is of a consistently high standard, and there's a lot of it. Each stage has a very different alternate version created by changes to the overworld. For example, the late game level Turbine Trouble has a tidal variant, which is accessible when the portal to it is submerged by seawater. Like most platformers, the impossible lair can be a little frustrating at times, and the climactic level almost lives up to the title, but this game is irresistible. 
of Orcs and Men from 2012, developed by Cyanide Studio and Spiders, published by Focus Home Interactive. Back in March, I thoroughly enjoyed Styx Master of Shadows, the fantasy stealth game made by French team Cyanide Studio. That game, and its 2017 follow-up, are in fact prequels to Of Orcs and Men, a fairly obscure action RPG from 2012. In this game, talkative mercenary goblin Styx is partnered up with the hulking and vengeful orc Arkai. Their mission, which they're both quite keen to accept, is to hunt down and kill the head of the oppressive Empire of Men. Styx is in it for the money, but Arkai is politically committed. He wants to destroy the regime that's brutalising and enslaving his people. While Cyanide went on to make the Styx solo games, much of the work here was done by another French outfit, Spiders. Since then, both companies have been acquired by publisher Nacon. Now, Of Orcs and Men has clear limitations, and it's obvious that the budget for the project was quite limited. The game is highly linear in design, fairly basic in gameplay, and has only acceptable graphics for a game from 2012. In short, this is nothing like as sophisticated as other RPGs of the time, like Dragon's Dogma or Kingdoms of Amalur. Like Master of Shadows, though, it has some special qualities. The world, characters and writing are highly engaging in the way that they iterate on some familiar fantasy tropes. It's also refreshing sometimes to play an RPG with ready-made characters which is easy to pick up and play and doesn't take dozens of hours to finish. Lastly for this month, Into the Breach Advanced Edition, originally released in 2018 with the Advanced Edition released in 2022 developed and published by Subset Games. It turns out that even perfection can be improved upon. The incredible turn-based tactics game Into the Breach came out in 2018, and has since been seen as one of the best indie games ever made. Developed by the two-man team of Justin Ma and Matthew Davis, it's a series of bite-sized but incredibly engaging battles between mechs and aliens on miniature square combat zones. To accompany a re-release made available via Netflix, in July Subset Games provided a free update to the new Advanced Edition, and somehow they've made a perfect game even better. Notably, GameSpot amended their review score accordingly, from a lowly 9 to a correct 10. The new update is a perfect reason to return to the pixel art battlefields of Into the Breach. It adds several new mech squads and pilots, a number of devilish new Vec enemies, further mission types, and an unfair difficulty for the real pros and or masochists. Happily, these features can be toggled individually for a fairly bespoke Vex-smashing experience. Minus the higher difficulty, I've turned it all on and have been blown away all over again by how deceptively simple, elegant, and addictive Into the Breach still is. Each battle takes just a few minutes, but each one tells its own story of miniature tragedies and triumphs. The advanced edition adds new twists and turns to those little narratives. And why are you listening to this instead of playing it? So ends another instalment. In August, if I can tear myself away from Into the Breach, I'll be moving on to some other games, possibly including one or two brand new ones, and we'll report back at the end of the month. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at AndyJohnsonUK and you can support me at patreon.com slash AndyJohnson. Catch you next time.